to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Today we will continue our series on the end times prophecy. Listen in as Ray begins to unfold the truth. Hi, I'm Ray Sturdivant. We're studying the end times, and today we're going to continue looking at the symbolism of Revelation 17. Let's pick back up in verse 7. And the angel said to me, Why do you wonder? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carries her, which has the seven heads and the ten horns. The beast that you saw was and is not and is about to come up out of the abyss and go to destruction. And those who dwell on the earth, whose name has not been written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, will wonder when they see the beast, that he was and is not and will come. I believe that this beast represents the end times empire of Islam. But I also believe it is a separate entity from the Antichrist. I believe it is a demonic ruler that has had control throughout history in this region. I'll delve into this concept more fully later, but the most compelling reason to believe this is a demonic beast that controls the empire is the fact that he comes up out of the abyss. If this is the Antichrist, then in order for him to come up out of the abyss, he would have had to already exist as a man, and then he has died, and then he's going to be resurrected. Nothing in Scripture supports the idea that Satan can bring about a resurrection. Satan's the author of death, not life. That means God would have to resurrect an unbeliever for the purposes of killing those that believe in him. This absolutely makes no sense to me. That's why I believe this beast is a demonic spirit of the highest order that Satan commissions to bring about this end times empire as he indwells and inspires the Antichrist to do Satan's bidding. Now let's pick back up in verse 9. Here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. As we've already seen, mountains represent seats of power, and the seven heads are the seven empires that have and will rule this region. Again, they are Egypt, Assyria, Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, Rome, and Islam. This woman sits on them as false, demonically inspired religion that has been commonly followed by the people of these empires. Let's pick back up in verse 10. And they are seven kings. Five have fallen. One is, the other is not yet come, and when he comes, he must remain a little while. The five that have fallen are the rulers of Egypt, Assyria, Babylon, Medo-Persia, and the Greek Empire. The one is has to be Rome since it was in existence at the time of the writing of Revelation. The one who is yet to come is the final Antichrist Empire. He must remain a little while is the fact that he only rules for a short period of time before Jesus comes back to destroy him. The beast, which was and is not, is himself also an eighth and is one of the seven, and he goes to destruction. The beast is a demonic spirit that is counted separately than the Antichrist as a ruler as number eight, but he is one of the seven in that he is part of the Antichrist empire because he is the motivating power behind the Antichrist. Verse 12. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings, who have not yet received a kingdom, but have received authority as kings with the beast for one hour. These are the ten nations of Daniel 2 represented by the ten toes of the statue. They are the ten nations we counted from Ezekiel 38 and Psalm 83. They are the ten nations that surround Israel, and they receive power from the demonic spirit represented as the beast which comes up out of the abyss. We'll continue this study of the harlot in Revelation 17 tomorrow. I'm Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth.